Are you the kind of person or unspeakable nightmare horror who likes actual play podcasts, but occasionally wants a break from all the high fantasy heroics? If so, you should check out Negative Modifier, an actual play podcast that specializes in darker, more mature games. You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, or more or less anywhere else podcasts can be found. Oh, hey, hi, hello, we are here. Um, welcome to our wonderful episode of Indie by Night. Well, we are doing it just a little bit early, but that is okay. Early birds, you know, get the worms, as it were. Um, in the process of fixing this stream, but while that goes on, let's go ahead and go around the room, introduce who we're playing as, and what's your... Um, what you're thinking as you guys are getting ready to have this conversation with the prince. And we'll go ahead and start with Carter. Let's start with Carter. Well, early bird gets a worm, but early vampire gets a face full of sun. So, <laughs> you know, that Touche. may not be hard. May not be great for us. Uh, I'm playing Carter. I am Tremere, and I am reluctantly, but now fully on board with this coterie and their shenanigans. Um, as far as talking about the prince, I've been trying to cook up all week how we're going to explain to him that we uh, delivered the final death to like 53 uh, kindred. I don't have any great answers, and I'm terrible at lying, so it's going to go great. Allegedly. I think it's the word you're looking for. Allegedly. Oh, right, see? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Eva. Hey, I'm playing Eva and part of the Bruja clan. And um, 
Yeah, I think that we got this. I I can manipulate all day long, but uh, my uh, yeah, my two sidekicks cannot. So uh, we'll see how this goes. I'm not really sure. Um, well, apparently I was the boss last week, but that didn't really turn out very well. Um, yeah, and uh, last episode was great. I feel like I, I said some to, sarcasm uh, in that. No, it was it was because uh, I learned. First off, how far I can go with feeding, and also lost humanity in the process of doing all mm, that. Stuff. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot about that little tidbit. Yeah. Of stuff of uh, you know housekeeping that will have to be done momentarily. Um, all the housekeeping stuff. Pretty good. Pretty good. And last but not least, we have Dimitri. I'm Justin. I play Dimitri. I'm from Clan Ventru. Uh, I think our best option is to lie, 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 and lie some more. <laughs> and uh, I think Carter and uh, Dimitri just need to keep their mouths shut and, uh, you know, let the one who can actually spin a yarn spin the yarn. I like it. We'll see how far that yarn takes us later. Uh, but... As of right now, we do have some housekeeping. So you guys do get some willpower um, back at the start of the session. So make sure you guys get that back. Um, Eva, you sort of just absolutely destroyed some poor, poor guy uh, with a broomstick that was broken in half. Um and uh, sort of ran the guy through with his broomstick and sort of kept him there uh, while, you know, Dimitri was, you know, just tell us where the safe and stuff is and we'll we'll let you go. We'll even call the ambulance for you. And um, you, uh, as you had him held there, he was waiting to for the ambulance to be called. And uh, you sort of leaned close to him and just whispered, He's not going to call the ambulance. Um, <laughs> and uh, definitely made him uh, very concerned for what was going to happen. As you uh, go ahead and yell for Carter, as Carter begins to walk in and begin his humble feed uh, all the way down to zero. And... Uh, which is something that happened hasn't happened for Carter in a hot minute of being full, um, but doing so uh, could be considered torture a little bit. Um, so we did happen to burn your humanity a bit, but let's see if you actually feel the guilt uh, behind uh, this rather terrifying act, uh, or if you. Uh, are burning your humanity just a little bit. So let us take a look at that. Um, in the process of checking. So we, while you're looking at that, yeah. I want to point out I was called a sidekick, and that is absolutely accurate. <laughs> yes, for you it's accurate. For Dimitri, uh, no, all the plans have been his so far. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You... But I'm also Just surprised Dimitri's plan up. for the Just prince. Keep... 
Keep keep backing the bus up. I'm fine. <laughs> well, you said your plan was to lie, lie, lie. I figured your plan involved a lot of propane tanks and gasoline. If we took out the prince, problem solved. Hey, don't 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 plant that seed. I mean, we've got the guy who knows where the hunters are. Maybe we just let them loose on their prince and profit somehow. Dimitri walks in. Look at me. I'm the prince. <laughs> Um, but you did have a stain, um, so we're gonna have to roll and see if you, like we said, do feel that remorse. Um, you will go ahead and make a remorse test. So you will roll a number of dice equal to the unmarked, unfilled dots on your humanity tracker. Um, so you are starting off at, uh, I believe it was seven humanity. Uh, so you should be rolling, I believe it is, two dice. Is that what it rolled? It is. Okay. Alright, so go ahead and make that roll, Evo. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Uh, remorse check. Wait, did, did you click something for the remorse check? Yeah, there's a button underneath humanity for this. Supposed to be something else. Uh, Sorry. Do you have? Uh, so there probably is a humanity box that you have to fill out. Um, oh, okay. For that to give the proper. So I believe you're at Humanity 7. I think it might be on the reverse portion, maybe? Yeah, I don't know what it's doing, because last week we fixed it, and then now it's back to, like, 9. Yeah, hit, hit the um, little cog next to Humanity. Okay. Uh, you have uh, one stain. So go ahead and type that in. Yeah. And then click on... Sorry, from the far left, seven boxes to fill up seven boxes. Oh, okay, okay, I see. There we go. But I did that last week, so I don't know why I didn't save. Well, you know, technology so I is a do... fecal son of a... Yeah, and then now you can go ahead and roll that remorse test. Okay, see if it works. Much better. Much better, indeed. And did you get a success... Okay, so... Uh, you succeed, you feel enough remorse about what you did, you feel bad enough about it, uh, as your humanity is still intact, where you do not lose a point of humanity and become closer and closer to the feral beast that you try to keep back every day. Um, after that whole thing, you guys did sort of go into like a recap mode now. Uh, you guys did get, um, to, after doing some investigation, uh, you guys were in the process of heading to the gas station um, to see if uh, any sort of person that may have saw you guys previously was working that evening to go ahead and try to get rid of any videotape evidence as well of you guys stopping by. Um, but one better, um, you guys did see the FBI vehicle that was uh, at your location filling up on gas. Um, and as the coterie 
for the first time in this chronicle stood together as one unit and let me tell you uh the efficiency is terrifying um <laughs> as you guys uh you know sent carter in as your super secret spy great at lying great at stealthing um carter goes through and uh was able to see that the um fbi agent looks at you eyes go wide a little bit but continue to go on about their business and pay for gas as you were getting ready to check out most of the people began to leave as the agent or you sort of spotted that he noticed you and as you sort of hurry up and try to hide behind some of these shelves in the gas station try to put something between you and the agent he turned around and shot um with a lucky shot uh going into you begin to feel this large burning uh in a massive gaping hole in your shoulder as this white phosphorus round goes through you um thanks to some very quick thinking uh dimitri hops in the car right after filling it up with gas with eva and tow and you guys smash through the front of the gas station um pinning these two fbi agents um eva was able to make some quick work of one by making a bite and then continuing to feed until the person was drained fully and the second one uh <laughs> Received a hell of a beating from Dimitri. Um, you know, already busted up body uh, from the car accident. But then uh, breaking both of their arms. Uh, with some very quick thinking, the agent tried to go ahead and smash their head into this shard of metal that was coming up off of the car. And with uh, Dimitri's quick reflexes, reaches their hand in and stops their hand or their head from smashing into this very sharp piece of metal um with the defeats that he knew that he was in for and knowing what you guys were um tried to make a plea deal of being able to tell you where your precious baron is in exchange of becoming one of you you guys went through and all started you know clearing out the area, make sure you pull the tape, uh, making sure to collect all of the uh, FBI weapons, and also making sure that all the witnesses were put away. Uh, and uh, I would say put away because uh, I forgot, right as you guys were getting ready to leave, Carter humbled, uh, hobbled his way out the front door, sort of, and found an individual who was in the process of filming the whole thing. And uh, as soon as he got close enough where he was sure he couldn't miss, took the shot as the person's body just sort of like massive hole from this weapon. And you guys saw, or he saw from the other pointer's perspective of the person burning. So he took it, put it in the back of the trunk, and you guys made sure to get rid of all the evidence. Um, that being said, you guys um, did what you guys did best. Dimitri set up the place to blow up, as well as getting the FBI vehicle and the sedan out of the area. Um, while the explosion was going off, you guys searched the FBI vehicle where you guys were able to find a hidden dossier, um, of a bunch of, uh, kindred that were either killed in action or, 
um, captured by the looks of it. Um, three individuals were showed staked and captured in these metal containers. Um, Baron Joshua, someone named X, and a, another kindred named Angela Wyatt. Um, the three of them are showing as captured, while the other have seemed to have confirmed 53 dead kindred, uh, ranging from different ages. Um, and something you guys did as you were sort of noticing, there is absolutely no, all the cause of death is unknown, uh, for all of the, uh, all of the deaths. Um, they just know that for some reason a bunch of kindred died today. Um. <laughs> but you guys were um able to go ahead and begin uh, i believe head back to your haven to sort of regroup and rest before going to the princes the following day to sort of provide what findings and try to figure out what exactly your next move was um, and that is where we're going to pick up it is going to be the following night um, so I need everyone to go ahead and roll a rouse check for me, please, and see who is waking up with hunger. Now, I need to do something special for all that damage, right? Ooh, you do. You have quite a bit of aggravated damage. Um, uh, yes, I do. To mend up one of those bad boys, you need to go ahead and roll three rouse checks for me. That's a lot of rouse checks. Yeah, that's not even including the one you used to wake up. <laughs> There's one. Okay. Alright, after your three rouse checks, you gain one hunger, but you have healed one point of aggravated damage. Uh, now go ahead and roll one more rouse check for the waking up. Perfect. You wake up with one hunger. Um, Dimitri, you've passed. You are no hungrier than when you went to sleep. Um, and Eva, after feasting and being full for at least, you know, at least 10 hours, uh, you wake up a little hungrier. Uh, the voice in the back of your head, you know, if you would have ate the custodian, you wouldn't have this problem. But now, here we are. Uh, Carter, you as you're sort of waking up, you can feel your flesh begin to sew itself back together. The burn marks are definitely still there, um, but the underlying, you don't fully now have a hole that goes clear through you. Uh, it looks like some of those tendons on both sides are beginning to heal up. Definitely still got a while to go, but nonetheless, you are uh, um, in the process of healing up and probably don't want to wear that same super cool hoodie again at least and maybe not to the prince maybe want to keep that for an at-home hoodie now oh the one with the giant you know burn hole and yeah, exactly. blood stain in it yeah, yeah. that one <laughs> it's okay i imagine carter has a closet full of the same hoodie yeah exactly all of the exact same hoodie uh I, I for some reason i imagine it's like a, some college hoodie that's all gray uh, it's for just some reason. It just sort of sucks. Oh, that's head. absolutely, absolutely <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Library night classes, the hospital. Carter's a very boring man. I like it. I like it. Um, as you guys sort of wake up, uh, is there any preparation you guys like would like to do prior 
to making your drive down to Indianapolis. Oh, I definitely need to eat. Okay. I think we need to uh, maybe talk with uh, our sires before we do anything. That's probably a good idea, Dimitri. One of the I mean, best I went ahead and... All my ideas are good. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I already told my sire, so he's in the know. But, you know, I don't know if you guys are close to your sires. Absolutely. Nope. So maybe we make some phone calls, we get them down here, we do what we need to do, you know? Yeah. Why, why don't you start? <laughs> um, uh, go ahead, sorry. I'll go ahead and like grab my phone and walk over into the corner and call my sire and be like, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> then I'll start speaking Russian. Of course, of course. Um, the conversation is very brief. Um, he will absolutely say that he will head that way to discuss, uh, what you were able to find. Cause he also was curious, um, to see what exactly information was happening. Um, who would like to He's reach out way. to their sire next? I will call my sire. All right. Um, it rings. It gets to the second ring. And eventually, right as it's getting ready to finish up for the third ring, she answers. Hello? Hello, my sire. How are you this evening? Uh, I am okay. Uh, it's been very busy here. It may possibly get busier. Uh, it's now a good time to talk. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, of the family business or of some other ordained message? Oh, you know, it, uh, a little bit of family, a little bit of um, wayward family, a little bit of people who really hate the family. You know, there's a lot going on, Alicia. She sort of just. I mean, uh, Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Uh... <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's been one of those kind of days, man. Yeah, okay. I, you know, she sort of just sighs. Uh, well, um. Yes, I am free to talk. Do you need me in person? Or is this a sort of conversation we can have over the phone? Out of character. Is it the sort of conversation we can have over the phone? Yeah. I, I mean, you probably so. could, but I mean, it's not the first thing that might be a masquerade breach within the last 24 hours for you guys. <laughs> she's she's going to have a harder time killing me through the phone, is right. my, my, my thought. But yeah, no, we should talk in person. All right. Um, I will have one of my drivers. Um, Bring me that way. Uh, please send me the location of where you are uh, residing. Oh, we're doing this at the club, right? I believe so. Yep. And I give her the location of the Grove and tell her I'm happy to have her see our new area. 
I look forward to it. And then she will go ahead and disconnect. Oh, this is not going to go well. (laughs) Uh, Last but not least, uh, I know, Eva, you are very good friends with your sire. Best of friends, maybe, even. Yeah. I want to make this phone call so bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'll... I'll dial for my uh, sire. You, she uh, picks it up. Um, hello? And then you can also hear in the background um, multiple different voices. Uh, one in particular you recognize as the prince. Uh, I'm going to like cover the talking part and right. then be like, She's not the prince. What do I do? Stick to the plan. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, uh, how's it some going? Uh, it's going all right. Um, how are uh, you? Oh, I'm just great. Always great. Um, I'm going to keep this short and simple. Do you mind meeting me um yeah unless you're busy no um no uh actually there's something i would like to talk to you about as well um i'm just surprised that you reached out um at your uh at your haven um well it's a it's a new haven so um sort of uh it's we uh have a new spot the grove i'll send you the address you you got it. I will be there very soon. Probably within 30, 45 minutes. Tell her to come alone. <laughs> um, you're going to come alone, right? Um, yeah, as alone as when we first met. Okay. Bye. Just hang up. Hang up the phone. Oh, shit. Well, this might be uh, worse than we thought. How how is that? Uh, I I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. She said that uh, she has uh, stuff she wants to talk about. And she's with the friends. So who knows what that could be. But she comes alone, correct? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a yes, could be a no. It, yeah, it's it's unknown. Okay. Well, one way or the other. So, oh. are we like doing this as a group, or are we all just like splitting up into rooms? I think it's probably best if uh, we know what the other people are saying. So, you know, that yeah, way, if we're going to lie, we lie together. <laughs> we're in this boat together, damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm good. Go okay. Um, any preparation you guys would like to get done? Um, Dimitri and Eva, you guys, your guys' sire will definitely arrive. Uh, before uh, Carter's will 
as they are coming from out of town comparatively to yours is at least within state um but uh any preparation the three of you would like to do prior to your sires arriving um so what's our story Let's Our talk wine. about why I drink this blood out of this bag. Right. You guys see Carter walk up with his Capri his uh, Capri Sun in bag and ready to it's like so uh <laughs> Happy sipping. Happy I, I think that I, I as long as they come alone, I think it is in our best interest to tell them the truth. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I don't think lying to the sires is going to get us anywhere. I consider the fourth tradition. If 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 we are found guilty of a crime, they will share in our punishment. At the very least, they deserve to know what they may be facing. I mean, they may kill us themselves, and then we don't have to worry about it. That'll <laughs> solve the problem with the prince. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, your sires might kill you, and then they might kill me too because I was involved. I already told my sire what happened. He's well aware. Yeah, your sire doesn't seem too concerned about anything that you do. I don't know about my sire. I've never had to go through this before. This was supposed to be a mission from the prince to me to prove something, and now I'm... I don't know what I'm proving anymore. I think you proved it. We killed a shitload of people. <laughs> I don't think that was the proof you wanted. Uh, no, but what I mean is we also found out about the fact that the, this uh, Project First Light and all the, the, the files and, and that they are in our communities. If if the if the Anarchs had not broken the masquerade and, and held these big parties that attracted the attention, then, then chances are they would not be here. The Camarilla is subtle. The Anarchs, they have no care for subtlety. I see it. Okay. I guess. Blowing up a farm isn't particularly subtle. But <laughs> hey... It's subtle if there's no Necessity survivors. is the mother of invention. Well, I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I guess honesty right now is the best policy with these peeps. Um, Carter, you're able to, thanks to being a bagger, you're able to go ahead and knock away your um, your hunger, uh, thanks to your blood bag um, that you've been drinking on. So feel free to go ahead and uh, mark one of those hunger away. Um, as you guys are um, prepping, about 40 minutes goes by as you guys are sort of beginning to wait around um, before the head of security finds you, Dimitri. Um, it looks like we have a, uh, a four-door sedan and a, uh, a motorcycle that just arrived outside. Should we let them in? Yes, sir. Show, yes, show them in. They are our guests. Understood. I'll make sure that the, uh, the three of them are welcomed. 
three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the other? Okay. <laughs> what do they look for? We uh, have to always do this with you. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. One of these uh, days. One, sorry, I, it's, it's very new, sir. Very new. Um, uh, one is a uh, woman roughly about f- five and a half to six feet tall. Uh, and begins to fully describe out uh, Alicia in uh, her uh, wonderfulness. Uh, begins to describe uh, your sire. Um, and a, uh, person that matches the description of, um, one of your other comrades who came over with you. Gotcha. Um, but the, uh, three of them go ahead and walk into your, uh, club. Um, all as a sort of one big group as they're being escorted in by the head of security. Um, your sire looks around and sort of just looks over to your um, your friend as he goes sort of nudges your sire a little bit and your sire sort of smirks and begins to look around and ah and slow claps a little bit this is this is art Dimitri nice. this is art he's nice yes yes uh, opening when I uh, next week is this what we get? We're still working on all the details. You know, it'll be open very soon. Make sure I'm on that list, Dimitri. Make sure I am on that list. I have people to oh, meet. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, you'll be first one in the door. Trust, trust, Dimitri. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, as they uh begin to approach the rest of you, sort of. All, and I'm assuming this is is this happening like in the main area or uh, yeah we've got like a table big round table set up and okay um Dimitri, uh, the two gentlemen who are accompanying your sire Eva both reach over um their hands to you as to shake your hand um I'll shake their hand ah 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 uh, Dimitri, your sire looks to you, looks to your coterie, and looks back. This reminds me of, well, a long time ago, and it's very, very good memories, to say the least. The two of them look over to you, Carter, and begin to extend their head out to you to shake as well. I will definitely shake their hands. Uh, well, um, they go ahead and sit down at the the table. Um, Dimitri, your sire is actively looking around, um, definitely keeping a a lookout. Um, Eva, you're sire walks over and sort of in a very hushed while all these like introductions are going on with Carter uh, walks over to you and is what you talk about okay in front of your coterie and mixed company
Yeah. Understood. Uh, she goes ahead and just takes a seat. Uh, not introducing yourself or anything, just sitting down. Um, and it sort of makes a little bit more... S- it sort of makes sense now that you guys see uh, Alicia and Eva, sort of their interaction, as you can definitely tell they are very much both Bruja uh, in their apparel. Um, uh, the three of them look around as Alicia sort of speaks up. Is this everyone, or are we waiting for any other people for this open house? I think we are waiting for one more. Very good. Very good. Um, Dimitri, your sire will speak up. Ah, Is there any... He smirks a little. Beverages available for us to hold us over while we wait. I'll look at uh, Carter. Like... We haven't really stocked the pantry yet, have we? <laughs> Not yet. No, it's mostly just been enough for you guys to function for now. I mean, there's plenty of alcohol, uh, you know, mortal beverages. Uh, but as far as kindred beverages, uh, it pretty much, you probably have enough. Uh, but it would pretty much take the rest of your personal stash, Carter. I mean, that's that's fine. I <laughs> That would be it would be rude to not. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh you go ahead and um do you so serve them in the bag or do you go behind the bar and provide nice glasses for them? Oh, definitely. Uh nice nice glasses. Okay. Garnishes. I don't know what one garnishes blood with, but <laughs> onion probably. Probably. Celery. Yeah, of course, of course. This is uh, after all a bloody Mary if I've ever seen one. Um, it is. Before we talk, though, I am definitely going to sense the unseen and check for any Nosferatu or any uh, extra. <laughs> any additional people. That is completely understandable. Alright, so just one success. Okay. Did you want to use any willpower to rule the other two? Or are you content with your... I think I'm okay. I mean, if our sires are trying to get us, we're so cooked anyway that it really doesn't matter. (laughs) It's pretty true. (laughs) Um, You look around. um, And all uh, all of you can see, at least, is the individuals who are sitting before you as you're sort of prepping the drinks and sort of looking around. You know, just trying to be as casual about it as possible that you're trying to sense the unseen here. Uh, And you do not see anyone that's trying to make their presence unknown. Uh, They go ahead and it's mostly just awkward silence uh, as everyone's sort of sitting around the table. Alicia is making eye contact with every single person, almost making like a, a mental checklist and a mental note of who's all here, um, whose relationship is with who. Everyone, you guys have seen, at least Demetri, you've seen a lot of this sort of action happen in court where people are 
playing the mental chess of who's who's rook, who's pawn, who's king, who's queen. Um, and you can see the gears sort of clicking in Alicia's head, sort of just trying to understand. Um, Eva, you can see Carter bringing over these drinks for everyone. Um, and again, your sire is eyeing everyone, eyeing the surroundings. Um, but again, it's mostly sipping on drinks and being quiet and waiting. Um, Dimitri, your head of security, walks up and sort of gets very close and just sort of whispers in, in your ear. Just uh, we had a uh, another car drive up. Uh, it looks like a, uh, a woman and her driver just approached, uh, and she goes ahead and gives the description of um, Penelope. It's good. Let let her in. Uh, understood. Uh, should the driver wait outside or? Probably for the best. Under, understood. Right, hey, right away. And also, I want you to monitor this room, okay? Sound off, right? Private conversation. But you see anybody other than who's in this room and the lady who come inside, you let me know immediately, okay? Understood. Understood. We'll uh, also make sure to uh, keep an eye on the grounds, make sure no one else is coming into this area and that shouldn't be here. It's good. And sort of just nods and just walks off and shortly after uh, brings in uh, Penelope. Um, as you are uh, seeing Penelope walk in, Carter, she looks a little concerned <laughs> as this round table of all sorts of individuals are here. Um and it's shortly after you sort of remember the last conversation you had with Penelope of why? Why are you investigating this for the prince? What makes you so desired by the prince compared to other people who might have been around doing this a little bit longer? She seems a little shocked and almost, almost like a, a small little smile. Is sort of creeping along her face as she's sitting down. Well, uh, it's nice to meet everyone. I do apologize for being late. I had a very long drive from my haven, and uh, let's just let's begin. Um, I guess I nod at Eva. <laughs> Uh, Dimitri, your sire does sort of right before says anything. Is are we all able to speak freely? Are we all within the same company? I should ask. Yes. Good. And you can see a lot of the room, a lot of the sires, sort of take a deep breath and realizing exactly now that everyone here is kindred. Um, but as now Penelope begins to eye people up and down and looking. Uh, so, what do you have to tell us? It's more like ask for your advice. And at this point, you just openly just see Alicia just... 
just robbing the temples. <laughs> uh, please, please continue. Do you want me to tell it, or...? <laughs> you can tell it. Who wants... Okay. So... Um, Let's preface this with this. There is some good news. It's just... News. It's it, going to be at the end of the this. End. So, just buckle up, okay? Um, it is possible that in our eagerness to serve the prince, that we may have killed 53 kindred. <laughs> Put that out there right now. Um, Alicia and Penelope just burst out laughing. Wait. Well, that, that's a better re reaction than I hoped for. Oh, you're... And they both sort of, at the same time, sort of realize that this is not a joke. Um, no, it's not a joke. <laughs> And both the uh, Eva and Carter, your sires are just. If they could inflict aggravated damage with their eyes, they would be. <laughs> um, so, completely serious tone. I, I do not think this has been known. Uh, when we were following the anarchs, they we learn of get together. They have a big party. Uh, we go, um, we hear that they have decided to declare a blood hunt on the Camarilla. At this point in time, they all gather together. I say, what the hell? I blow them up. I didn't expect it to be quite so effective. So uh, the prince, he may, maybe, maybe not know that we were involved somehow. He hasn't, uh, you know, said anything specific. Um, but one of the primogen was kind of here, creeping around, and may have heard something. Uh, you know. So we go back, we look, we find all the body. We're like, holy shit, this is a lot of dead people. <laughs> but he good. Here's the good news, right? <laughs> Well, I'm creeping around, okay? I killed an FBI agent. <laughs> At this point, Penelope, like, stands up and just, like, is completely taken aback how this is the good news. <laughs> just wait, just wait. So, it's still coming. It's wait, still wait, coming. Is, is, okay, so, so, so we go, right? And, 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 and they, it was really weird interaction with Zim because they were, like, saying strange things, like calling... Uh, people blanks and saying they administer a test and, and all kinds of weird stuff. So we go to the gas station where we bought all the explosives from. And we're going to kill the guy and steal the security because, you know, we can't leave no witnesses. Well, other FBI guys are there. And, uh, you know, Carter, he worked his voodoo on them and they forget all about him. But for some reason, they remember him. Huh? So they shoot Carter. Show the, show the wound. It's good Scott. <laughs> yep. Uh, and all they of them are very taken bullet. aback. They have special bullet. They do massive damage to Carter. So I run them over with a car. And then Eva, he was amazing. She like cut, fly out the window, land on guy, rip his throat out and start <laughs> sucking the blood out of him. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so cool to watch. And then I broke the other dude's arms. Because he was still pinned into the car. And that was a lot of fun. 
And then Carter, this guy was videotaped, can make him forget and shoot him right in the chest. It was amazing. I didn't think he had it in him. It was great. But anyways, <laughs> we take guy whose arms and legs are all broken, bust up. We throw him in van and we drive him away after we blow up the gas station, which was a lot of fun. And then <laughs> we get him and we start talking to him. And it turns out that he's like part of some secret organization. And uh, we find a file that has all the bodies in it. And this is the good part. The Baron is still alive. They staked him and they were holding him hostage. They're experimenting on him. And we know where he is. It's good, yes? All of the sires just looking back and forth at each other. Um, and you're... Demetrius, as you're like reclaiming the recap of what you guys have been through, uh, it's a very big wave of emotions from everyone. Uh, except from your sire, who's very like out and like very calm with it, uh, it sort of ears sort of perk up, or perk up at this second explosion that he's just finding out about, um, and you can see him sort of become frustrated about mentioning a killing an FBI agent, um, but it begins to calm down and have a better understanding as soon as you sort of wrap up with your recalling of the incident. Uh, same with the uh, Alicia and. Penelope, who are just uh, dumbfounded more than anything that within a couple of nights you guys have caused all sorts of shenanigans going through. But Dimitri is the first one to speak. Or his, your sire is the first one to speak. You mentioned the recording. Was that posted? Or are we concerned there might be a breach in the masquerade? No, I believe Carter was able to take care of it, yes? I took care of it. Before anyone seen it? Uh, I believe there was one view. Hmm. I think you said the comment was fake. Uh, yes, the comment was fake. Well... This complicates things. Alicia, your sire, or uh, Eva, your sire, Alicia, so it's, yeah, no shit. Uh, All that was on the video was me getting shot. It wasn't anything masquerade breaking. He has video if you'd like to see. Yes, please. We also have the list of the 53 Anarchs. Um, this, this, is, this is good. Um, it sort He's of lines good. up. Well, no, it's horrible, but it's good that you have the list, the information that you do have, because it might be the only way that this... Part of my French clusterfuck turns around. You see, I was just overhearing some of the conversation that a certain primogen was announcing 
to his prince. And it's, I will say, I made sure to leave before I was implicated. Because as far as the prince is concerned, you disrespect him in his domain. Now, we might be able to turn this. But I will say, the primogen and the prince at least know of what you did. I'm not going to What lie. do they know? It was a lot of inferring, to say the least. Nothing solid. But from what he was understanding from the comments that you guys were there, and he believes that you are responsible for the explosion. Now, as she sort of stands up and begins to put her hands on the back of her chair, there's sort of a few things that you guys probably have been thinking about and rattling your brains of what you could do. I would like to hear what those ideas are so I can tell you on a scale of 1 to 10 how bad they're going to be for you. Because I'm going to be very honest with you right now. Uh, when I was leaving, the word hunt came up. And I don't think it was going to be about any sort of individuals who are looking for you. Well, us even. Hmm. So. That being said, I would like to hear all of your suggestions and your plans but I will say and I won't speak for the other sires here but I appreciate you reaching out and letting me know what kind of trouble we may all be in as we are also responsible for anything that you may be responsible for. And we just saw how serious our prince takes that ruling. So. Penelope just sort of s <laughs> just what is Carter, you allowed this? I did. <laughs> who knew someone who enjoys reading so much could be so dumb? So dumb. But, like 
our friend here. And I appreciate you letting me know what sort of trouble we're going to be in. Even if I'm not from this area, hell, he's not even my prince. But does it mean a bloodhound can't trade across lines? Especially from one prince to another. I believe if the, the prince takes time to understand what happened and sees the opportunity in this, he may decide that um, it's in his best interest to uh, allow it and condone everything we did. So, Alicia well, sort of picks up. So that's one of your ideas then, yes? To go and be forthcoming for what you did. No matter what the repercussions might be. I think if the prince sees the list of the Anarchs that are destroyed and sees the opportunity to rescue the Baron, it has the opportunity to reset relations with the Anarch in Indy. And furthermore, uh, it would make the prince look so terribly bad for some childers to have killed 53 kindred without his say-so. He'll have no choice but to uh, back into allowing it. Dimitri, your sire looks over. So you're blackmailing him then into an understanding where he has to appreciate We're... your work. We're presenting him with the opportunity to choose between looking terrible for having three childers kill 53 people and get the Baron of the Anarch staked, or choosing to have preemptively attacked the Anarchs, weakened them dramatically, and then rescued the Prince to get, or rescued their Baron to get in favor. Dimitri, your sire sort of punches you in the shoulder. You know, it, it could work, but uh, what is the relationship between the prince and, and uh, the Nesferatu? Is it close? Mm. Penelope, I, I have no idea. Um, Alicia, let's speak. I... From what I understand, he selects his primogen very carefully. Um, I think all of us, as you guys all know, are soon finding out, hold very, very dear secrets to us very closely. And for how long a prince and his primogen have known each other, that might be something that to keep hidden due to possible concerns. Now, I will say that some kindred believe that the prince is losing his touch. So, it's possible that we could 
levy that for what you guys were saying. I mean, he already sort of stretches it by having Bruja within his domain without being a concern. Very welcoming of some of the clans that no longer reside in the Ivory Tower. That being said, the prince is very, very old and has been very good at making sure that anyone who challenges him are dealt with in one way or another. So, that is an option to go down, is sort of levy, leverage that edge a little bit further even. Showing that he has to allow this, otherwise his image that's already tarnished continues to break down. I just know what I would do to someone who blackmailed me. The first opportunity, I would kill them. I would let them survive and let them think they won today, but they would not survive another year. Is that what you're assuming the prince will do to you? Almost definite. He already has reason to despise us. He's already considering blood hunt. If we go in and pressure him and blackmail him into forcing us to survive, it, then he definitely, if he already feels weak, he'll feel even weaker. And those that know the truth, the Nos, you think he'll let it slide? He'll see it as weakness in his prince. Maybe make a move himself. <laughs> that would be interesting to say the least. So, what are your other plans? As she sort of begins to see, you guys can all tell the almost the fire and the drive that was infuriating Alicia began to dampen down a little bit more as she begins to take her seat again. I, there's the option that we could um, could lie. Say that we were there, but we did not set off the explosive. That it was the, the hunters. That we saw cars on the road on their way out and uh, people creeping in the bushes. But you know, never one to interrupt the enemies when they're making a mistake. We did nothing to interfere. We did not want to say anything to the prince because we do not know who he can trust. Because uh, Baron Joshua, he say that his sire warned him about the growth of the Camarilla. Did we happen to learn who his sire was? I don't think he said a name, did he, Eva? Nope. No name was said. I'm sure the prince knows who he is, though. The anarchs that the hunters have, it's, uh, it's the prince, someone named X, and Angela Wyatt, if that mean, name means anything to anybody. They all three sort of 
look down and you can try to see that they're just chugging through and try to remember if those names mean anything to any of them. We do have evidence of the hunters. I have, uh, you found ring. We have this firearm and I think we also forgot to mention that uh, we do have one of the hunters alive here. Uh, roughly about this point, Dimitri, your sire shoots up. You kept him alive. It was the circumstance necessary. We figured we could kill him whenever. He's uh, Carter's ghoul now. We have a hunter for a pet, even. Well, he wanted to become a kindred. We didn't feel like violating that law on top of all the others. It's a good... It's a good first step. Now, are we sure that they're hunters? I produced the pistol and handed over to him. And they referred to Project First Light. I don't know if that means anything to you. Uh, they each sort of take the, the gun and begin to look it over, pulling out the magazine, and taking the one out of the chamber and putting it out, and Dimitri Osiris sort of looks it over. Hmm. This is more complicated than they usually are. More advanced than they usually are, at least for hunters. Any I'll, other um, evidence you guys seen with them? I'll uh, get the stake, mm -hmm. the one that was all shaped like a sword, and also the crucifix with the symbol on it. Um, immediately after you like pro produce the the crucifix, your sire freezes. These are, um, and the other person who isn't anyone's sire has been quiet this entire time, Dimitri, your friend that came with you, he sort of slams his hand on the table and just walks out. Oh. These I'm... aren't oh, no. hunters that you're keeping as a pet. These are members of the Second Inquisition that have shown up on your doorstep. Oh, this is good. Uh, Carter, can you bring your ghoul here so we can kill him now? Sure. <laughs> are we sure that uh, we don't want information out of him before we do? Do you feel like he has more information to give? He might. I'm not willing to concede that we did everything that's possible. We were rushed and injured. It's true. Uh, perhaps uh, one of our sires can exert some sort of will upon him that we cannot. 
Oh, how bonded is your pet to you? Well, we just got him last night, so so not very... not as bonded as he will be if we let him live. Uh, and all this talk about Carter having a ghoul, Penelope is just sort of like starstruck at the fact. I think Carter is expressing some good concerns that if it is a member of the Inquisition that might come more in hand than exterminating them quickly. They're not typically easy to capture. So I do respect what you guys were able to accomplish. Now, uh, and she sort of just gets lost in thought as she sort of looks around. Alicia, your sire sort of speaks. Now, the second, because I've heard of them, but that's about it. I mean, I know that they're dangerous. I've seen what they've or heard of what they've done in Prague and in other places, wiping out kindred left and right. I mean, that's why the Anarchs are such an issue. Because they have these giant parties. And, like Dimitri said, they tend to get loud. And people can be noticed. And honestly, it's mostly their fault that we're in this predicament anyway. Of being hunted by them. And, and I want you... And Dimitri Sire sort of cuts in. No, they not only hunt but they they tear people apart I've seen watched evidence of them testing in extremely horrible ways Going from testing and how sensitive UV is to us all the way to seeing how far it exactly takes for a knife to go through a head for us to meet the final death. They are everywhere. They're in different organizations. They are not just a single entity. No, 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 no. They are multiple entities that come together to form the Inquisition. Communities, police, FBI, CIA, MI6, you name it, there's probably at least one there. That's why we don't use phones. That's why we stay away from videos when we can. That's why we try to keep less quiet. Because you just never know when one view is an Inquisition member who got lucky. How much favor might we get with Baron Joshua if we get him out of their clutches? 
Alicia speaks. I can't fully speak for the or for the uh, the prince, but if he finds out there's a blood hunt, I don't know if he'd want Baron Joshua out. To be quite frank, if he's declaring a blood hunt against him and his kind in his domain, my opinion, there's no better way of saying I'm not weak than looking for favor from a baron of the Anarchs. Letting him sit and purposely knowing he's being tested upon may show more favor for the kindred within the Ivory Tower. The only thing that makes me think maybe not is when we told him of the blood hunt, he still did not want to allow us to kill Anarchs. They declared blood hunt not us, and he still wants us to honor the sixth tradition. He wants to have final say over their death. But yet, he gives us permission if we are defending our lives, but to me, that's a declaration of war. We are at war. If you try to kill me, I should not have to hold back a short restraint or get permission. I should be able to kill you before you kill me. So, I don't know. It seems like he's still afraid. Afraid to go to war. Afraid to pick the fight. So if he's the case, he can solve war. If we rescue the Baron. He has leverage. He can say, you owe me. Call off your troops. Call off the blood hunt. You give us land. You give us domain. You back off. Is a thought. I, it's a good thought, too. That's all I can... Again, I'm not an advisor of the prince, but just a very old friend. So, um, it is definitely an opportunity to possibly bring it up with him as well. But, as beast-like as those gangrels are, I'm not sure he's going to be able to keep his cool. So we have the continually lying, and we have the blackmail. Are there any other options that you guys are contemplating before we're looking for discussing between these two, at least? Eva, you have something to add? My only other thought was maybe. I'm not sure. How the prince is um, with us saying that this not Nasferatu would um, be lying, but that's the only thing I have. Is if we can convince him that he actually wants the power. Pitting them against each I other, then. Yes. But I'm not sure the relationship between the two. I mean, it was said that he was careful on who, who he chose. So, but kindred can turn. You're not wrong. I have yet to meet a kindred that can be taken at face value. That goes for anyone. If you guys haven't learned that already, in your time in the unlife. Never trust a kindred at face value. 
Now, all three of these are very good ideas. And honestly, I think the way you laid them out is probably easiest to hard on how successful you will be in continuing to unlive, as it were. Not being saying that each one doesn't have its own possible implications and own possible downsides and repercussions. But at the same time, each one sort of has their own perks to them. This right here, this moment that you guys are creating as a coterie, is possibly domain-defining, whether you guys want it to be or not. All the way from the extreme of putting more power into the prince with your first plan, all the way to possibly removing prince from his seat. And I trust, and she looks around to the rest of the room, that we all are still speaking freely, and no one decides they need to go and report anything to the prince, because if so, everyone besides that individual probably will be in the box. Did uh, did Dimitri's friend leave the room? Uh, he's standing off to the side, but he's sort of like pacing back and forth, sort of like trying to like just keep himself contained um, from breaking out. And uh, you guys sort of, uh, Carter, you happen to look over to them, and you can just see a single just like just tears that are just blood tears running down both his face. I nodded to meet you to look over there, buddy. What's going on with your bud? I'll, I'll walk over to him. Okay. Dimitri excuses himself from the table. And Dimitri's sire sort of... Yes, I'm in agreement. I'm here under the grace of our prince. But I'm also not trying to ruffle any feathers along the way. Penelope, I have enough issues going on in Chicago. I don't need a prince in some barely functioning city giving me grief. So it's settled. We will discuss what we can. So as you three was sort of off to the side looking over towards Dimitri. We'll try to be advisors as best we can without implicating ourselves. So we were not here. We never met here. But how would you guys like to proceed? This is your this is your rodeo as it were. Uh, Dimitri, you get over to your your friend as he's sort of standing off to the side. 
And as you can get closer, you can see just blood tears running down his face a little bit. If I had known what he was, brother, he would not have lasted this long. This I swear. I, I know. I got lucky. I got to leave before everything happened. I did not see what you saw. And I am sorry, but I have caused you pain. It's not only what I saw, but what I did, Dimitri. There's lines that I can't come back from. I understand. Are you willing to help me pursue vengeance if that is what we decide? If our sire allows it. If we are to kill these inquisitors, drain them till they're husks, huh? He sort of smirks a little bit. Punch him in the shoulder. Takes it. Rubs it a little bit. A little, little piece of happiness, huh? Embrace what we are, the monster inside, huh? Yeah. It's good. Be warned. They'd use anyone as weapons. They take me, you kill me. Understood? Understood. I hold no grudge. Mm. He sort of taps you on the shoulder. Um, wincing a little bit. Even though it was a playful punch, it still hurts just because of... Yeah. <laughs> just who you are. Uh, he sort of winces and shakes it off a little bit. And Dimitri and the other individual return to the table. I just look at Carter and give him a nod. Now that that moment is over, we were just discussing, Dimitri, that all of us are going to be keeping our mouth shut. But as a coterie, this is a large decision you get to make for the rest of the domain. We will advise, but we are not here. We cannot be here. But it is the choice of you three that you guys must make. And once you guys go down this path, it must try to stick to it as closely as possible without flipping at the last moment because... Each one of these are going to be good and can work, but they have to be genuine. They have to be real. And if each, any one of you don't believe it for a moment, you guys will all either end up at Anarchs or worse in a box. And on, honestly, I wouldn't want to see any child or especially my own end up in a box before they had a chance to really take off and experience what it is that we know so she sits back down as the rest of the sires sort of sit and just wait What would you like to know? What is your move? 
Which one do you guys like the best? Um, Alicia, you were just with the prince. I was. So I could hear him in the background. What all was discussed and I don't know. Did it seem like the prince believed him? Seeming so. I mean, the role of primogen is a very highly sought after advisor role. So, if, as of right now, very much so. I, I, I wasn't close enough to really hear what was going on, but. I did hear that there was some sort of blood hunt that was possibly being discussed for you three. Whether or not that gets pushed into motion, that is yet to be seen. But it was the primogen's suggestion. It occurs to me we might use that to our advantage. We can say that we knew the primogen was here. And we wanted to make sure he overheard us so the prince would know what was going on, but would have plausible deniability in case we failed. Uh, the primogen's own uh, uh, kindred, Bartholomew, can attest to the prince that I can see through invisibility, and it would not be unreasonable that I wouldn't have known the primogen was here. This is good. We have pieces come together. But what do you hope to accomplish with giving that information? That would that would feed into the original my my plan of not blackmailing the prince so much as showing him it's in his best interest to have ordained this strike, even though very few others, wink wink, would have been privy to that information. Because such a move, if it were to fail, would put the Camarilla in danger. But uh, as it was successful, uh, it makes us in a stronger position. With this being the case, it sounds like your first and third plan is more heavily favored. You guys either can write then and provide the, the boost to the prince or use it to put his primogen in a very uncomfortable position. I definitely think the first and third plan is the only plan. Second one sounds good, but it would not be good. Alicia looks over to you. Your poker face is improving. Yeah, it's about time. Agreed. Well, would we be better off with the prince or with whoever would take his spot? That's the hard part. Um, just because a certain primogen might be looking for that position doesn't mean he's the one that's claiming praxis. Once that spot opens up, any kindred in the domain can claim praxis to this area. But maybe that's what he wants. It's very true. There, I, 
haven't heard of a Nosferatu prince in a very long time. So, that sort of rides in a little bit further. I mean, to be fair, there's not a whole lot of... I mean, the Nosferatu are here because they are really good at what they do with technology and infiltrating and selling information, but they're almost preferred to be Anarch just because of the fact that they like to be left alone. They don't like to be called upon once the prince snaps his fingers. So, something else to look at as well. Maybe this Nosferatu has had his number rang a few too many times. And there's someone else that he's working for, if that's the way you want to go with that. This is one thing like... to make an accusation, it is another to prove it. I, I also worry that with the Inquisition in town, now is not the time to have a vacancy at the top. It's true. Very true. The Inquisition does muddy things up for us. To say the least. So, Carter, then what do you want to do? You're the one that's going to have to sell it, so what do you, what do you want to do? I think there's something to be said about not having the vacancy of the prince right now. So maybe the third option. Yeah, I'll back whatever play you we decide. We're going to need evidence if we're going to accuse one of the primogen. Something that proves he's trying to defy the prince. To set him up. To put him in the bad position. Right now, we are on the verge of a blood hunt. Would you believe us? Well, we're going to show up with a crucifix, an Inquisition member who will lie for us, and a book of all the vampires that they killed. So, maybe... It's a lot of dead kindred. Seems hard to believe three childers could manage it, doesn't it? It does. I mean, taking out a baron? We've been in town, what, two weeks? And Penelope just shakes her head at the comment of being here for two weeks. And this is what's happening. You did say you wanted me to get out of the library. It's not in this capacity. It's impressive, no? That is a word for it. It's also reckless. I believe that's Russian for Dimitri. Or Dimitri's Russian for reckless. I'm not 100% sure. I think they are interchangeable at this point. It's true. That being said, you guys do have a lot of evidence... But how sure are you that your pet would make it and not break your bond as it is very, very young? 
I'm not sure. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I mean, up to this point, we risked a lot of things. So what's one more thing? <laughs> the head of everyone it's... at this table, honestly. Uh, well, we're it does seem like telling it. the truth is less complicated. Less complicated. You're not wrong. Again, it, this is domain changing. This is not only domain changing, but state changing decision that we're making here. This backing that you guys are giving, this may unify the Camarilla that are here even more. This could show them that the prince will do what it's necessary. For the ivory tower. What is the chance that the, the prince will let us speak to him alone? With from the word of his primogen, three kindred that just blew up 53 of them, probably very, very little, if I'm going to be honest. Well, they don't have a number yet. fair but also think about it like this the UR in their eyes probably right now reckless hungry to prove yourself and already are doing extreme radical things in the name of the Camarilla what is stopping you from doing that exact same thing In his domain, in his home, in his office. And to be Not fair, to lie, it had crossed our mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Me three. Sometimes, what? yes. No. He's trust three. Uh, okay. I have no words. <laughs> All of the princes sort of just shake their head. I. Either way. And I don't mean to be rude to some of the party here. But having a Torador, not Torador, excuse me. Having a. Having a warlock with you makes it difficult. Even more so. To be seen alone. Mm. And Penelope sort of just sort of nods a little bit. You're not completely wrong. It has its challenges. But if I remember correctly, he was asked to be here because he was Tremere. was it's a double-edged sword he knew the danger before having him being brought out here from Chicago 
is. I definitely believe that anywhere you'd be going, there would be most of the primogen, if not all of them, there. That's fine. The primogen need to know anyway. If the prince really trusts them that much, it's not like he's going to keep secrets from them. True. Very true. Should we meet him somewhere other than in his home? Like Elysium? He could call Elysium if you wanted me to reach out to him. Even there, a blood hunt isn't allowed. Now we can invite him here. I'm not 100% sure he would come here if it's it's worth a try. I'm not 100% sure, but he may ask you guys to go to his designated Elysium, which is still downtown, but it may be easier if it's mutual ground compared to his place or your place. But that being Let's said, just so we're all on the same page, are we looking to provide the prince with backing and tell the truth? Or are we trying to make a vacancy or a possible vacancy either in the role of prince or in primogen? I think our best choice right now is to tell it. I agree. I don't think the primogen did anything other than service pa uh, Prince faithfully. It would be wrong to take him out for that. Consequence, of course, falls on you, which is regretful, because it was not your actions that did this. Aye, it's not. But... If actions do happen, maybe they're a learning experience for you three. Potentially. A painful one, but one nonetheless. Yeah. Well, if it's better for you, you could bring us into the prince. That way you're handling the business, and if it goes the wrong direction, all you have to do is kill us. That way you don't lose. That might be good. Might be good if we all ride with our child or she looks to the rest of the prince or as the rest of the sires. At least brings us on to the good side of it. Keeps ahead of the curve. Maybe we get to live one more or night. close enough. <laughs> Close enough to get your head chopped off. Well, Dimitri, that ship has sailed at least by the sound of it a couple nights ago. Yes. So, let us 
Let us go. Let us make the trip for Indianapolis. Do not bring anything that might be harming or considered intimidating. So maybe leave your new toy at home. But maybe bring the, the crucifix as evidence. Not the yeah. not the stake. Stake. Less so, but make sure it's held open handedly. But definitely Fair the enough. crucifix. That's how That's how I knew. As Dimitri's print sort of nods to it. Do we bring oh, the ghoul? That is your call. I can't. It is your pet. No one can make that decision besides you. I worry that if he is able to break free, then he will know where Elysium is. He will have more information. Right now, the only haven that's in jeopardy is our own. I do not think we should expose him to more of our world. On the flip side, if we leave, we're leaving an Inquisition member unguarded. Which begs the question if we should let him continue to breathe. Well, the prince might have use of him. My concern is that maybe he has training to resist the temptation of the blood. He was so quick to offer it. I Wait, would assume that someone who is an he inquisitor... Offered this? He, he wanted to become a, a, a vampire. It's the first I've heard an Inquisitor wanting to become part of it. When I thought he was Hunter, I was like, maybe, you know, he's, he's chasing the dark, whatever. But now with no second Inquisition, I, I think no. He's probably some sort of game. Your Cyrus speaks up a little bit. Of the hundreds that we've dispatched over there, none of them even made a plea for that deal. They are extremists, if you will. He would have sooner rather died than became what he is. He did try to take himself out. I mean, your Cyrus sort of speaks up, Dimitri. You have guards here, no? We do. It's just I do not know what capable he is because I hit him with car before I get to see. Is he... He's just a ghoul, correct? He's not kindred like yourselves. So, I mean, he can't, yes. he can't necessarily heal as quickly as we can. I mean, it's, they heal faster than normal humans, but he's still going to yeah. be out quite some time with those injuries. At least two broken arms, broken legs, got hit by a car. I doubt he could walk. I would say, honestly, if you have a couple of extra members in your detail, you can spare. 
keeping him around might be part of our better interest. Well, especially if you honestly believe Carter that he might have more information. We didn't question him under, you know, we, we, we did it quickly. I'm sure he has more information. Even if he doesn't know, he has more information. He knows where the Baron is located, so he must know something else. Indeed. All right, let us let us go. Um, and your sire, uh, Eva, sort of leans over to you and whispers, "Leave Hunter here." Um, wasn't planning on taking him with. Figured it'd just be a good idea. Sounds good. So, uh, I will take Eva here. And I figure we probably should all arrive at the same at the same time and present our case together. If I don't make it out, or if we don't, I should say, she, at least she sort of looks around the room. If we don't make it out of his office, it's a pleasure to meet you. And she looks over to you, Eva, and I'm truly sorry. I just look at her. I don't say anything back. And the sires begin to go ahead and head towards their vehicles. I'll radio my head of security and have him put a couple guys on the dude downstairs. Okay. Tell them they're not to interact with them. They're just keep them locked in the room. Understood. Doesn't matter what he says, how much he asks, what he if he begs. Leave the door locked. Uh, will do, sir. Absolutely. Will not uh, let you down. And uh, did anything on the video? Did he see anything while we were conversing? No. Okay. Um, it seems like it was just the individuals that were in the room were the only ones there. Okay. Good to know. All right. All right. Let's do this. You guys begin your trip with sires and begin to head towards Indianapolis. Um, as of right now, they are heading towards the um, heading to his office. Are you guys wanting to see if one of them can reach out to the prince? to set up Elysium or are you guys going to full send it and head straight to his office I mean wherever he wants to meet us is fine we're, we're going with uh, we're supporting him right so okay. would feel sort of confrontational to say we have to meet someplace mutual right okay. just wanted to make sure It is a very long drive. 
all your sires are striving in silence, contemplating what is happening and the paths that took him to get there. But the, what, two, four, six, seven of you exit your vehicles and head through up the monument, back down the elevator. And when you enter into the lobby, um, you see that there are a good handful of kindred sort of conversing amongst themselves. But once the seven of you enter, it goes silent. And all eyes turn to the three of you. As the three of you sort of lead the charge with your sires behind. And you see the assistant sitting at the table and she eyes go very wide and she presses something on the bottom of her desk. And for the first time you guys hear the elevator behind you drop even further and it sort of <laughs> hits lock bottom and you see a grate come in front of the elevator door <laughs> and the doors to the prince's office open up you see the prince standing behind his desk stake in hand His primogen flanking. And a couple of other individuals you have not seen before. Also in the same room. One of the individuals has a stake in each hand and sort of just waiting. And you see the Nosferatu Primogen sort of walk over to the prince and whisper prince nods and looks towards the ground in front of him come forward you and your sires the sires where at first, when you first entered into this downstairs area, we're behind you. But when entering, they stand before you. Alicia speaks up our prince. We have much to discuss. But first and foremost, we wanted you to know that we are honoring the fourth tradition, ensuring that our child are taking responsibility 
for what they are com- accomplished. The doors begin to shut behind them, or behind you guys, as you guys all enter into the prince's office. Princes, it's good to hear. Maybe there won't be necessarily as much bloodshed today as I thought there was going to be. Three of you, front and center. Step up. Yep, step up. The three of you walk forward. And the prince has already had these bestial sort of traits. What even when he wasn't just walking around. Um, But you can see that they're more noticeable. The hair is a little bit longer. The horns that barely peeked out of his head usually are now becoming to spiral out almost like ram's horns. And he goes and takes his, um, hands and sort of just rubs them together before taking his stake and slamming it into his wooden table. And it probably a solid inch of the stake goes into the wood. Please tell me why three childer believe they have the right. Why three childer believe they can disrespect me and start a war in my domain you see Dimitri you are already on a very 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 short leash you kill my ghoul that I've had for 150 years. You come in under my grace and my hospitality. And then when I give you the courtesy to advising you to watch yourself, you disregard my courtesy. And start war in a place you're not even from. And yet you slay a fellow kindred. For the same crime that your sire has committed. Eva. You're new here. I have... being kind enough to allow your sire to keep you hidden away 
for long enough. Providing attacks. Where my herd has never run dry. Once again, you start a war in my domain. Your sire and I go very, very far back. I'd honestly be ashamed to see her injured because of a choice you decided to make. Eva, I need you to roll against your clan compo or clan uh, bane. You don't know this guy. You don't appreciate being talked down to like this. He doesn't know your story. Why should you listen to him? While you're doing that. And Carter. You did good work for me. Your friend Bert is moving up. Off of your request. I gave you my library. To do. All sorts. Of studying to better yourself. Help to be the only. Tremere. To have laid eyes on that collection. And for someone I believe to have promise, hope, coming from a great recommendation, is this truly how they do things in Chicago? If so, it makes much more sense why they are in the state of where they are. All so I, uh, I I kneel down and I say, my prince, uh, this directly relates to that secret task. I wish to inform you as to what happened, but this may be too public. Too public for me and my primogen, yes? Or too public in the case of the sires that are standing before us. It's your decision, as is everything in your domain. <laughs> you know, a couple of nights ago, I would have believed that. But I believe the three of you believe that you're above my decision in my own domain. But... If you believe this, sires, remove yourselves from my court. Once this matter is discussed, we will bring you in 
You too. And he points to the two people you haven't met before. He escorts them out. And they stay outside. So it's just a you three. And your primogen. And the prince. What you can say to me. You can say to them. Uh, yes, that is a frenzy rule. Thank you. Um, well, I appreciate that this goes into the task I had at hand for you. Holy sh... Uh, Damn! <laughs> Eva, once again, your level-headedness... Crushing it. <laughs> something given by Cain himself. Um, and even though you feel talked down upon, demeaned almost, you keep your head level and let the prince speak. Please, I want to hear what you have to say, but I cannot guarantee that what you have to say will improve your chances of leaving my court. We serve at your pleasure. And with that, we will go ahead and wrap up our session for tonight. Um, <laughs> very, Can't end there. <laughs> and we're doing it. We're doing it. It's going to be so wonderful. No. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out. Really do appreciate it. I know this typically is not our normal day that we play Indie by Night, our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, but um, we did want to make sure to get a game in because most of us are going to be busy uh, going into tomorrow, which is Valentine's Day. Um, so make sure that you guys catch us up here. Um, episode five or episode four just got uploaded to YouTube, so make sure you guys go check that out as well. Uh, we upload those every Monday. And then we typically play every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so make sure you guys are around for that. It's, we have, it's been a fantastic chronicle so far. Um, a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, more explosions than I thought were even possible in Vampire the Masquerade. I'm going to be very honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a very good time. I'm very excited to see where this chronicle is taking us. Uh, but nonetheless, thank you guys so much. Thank you to my players for coming and playing and changing your schedule around to be able to, uh, help continue on our story. Um, we are going to be live again on the 21st of February, uh, will be our next episode of Indie by Night. So please make sure you guys are here with us. Um, Knight Chronicles. Thank you so much for the follow. I'm assuming you're a fan of uh, vampire based off your name. So, uh, thank you so much for all that. I really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, a lot of cool stuff is coming up for us. So make sure to be here for it. Uh, thank you again so, so much for coming and hanging out. We're going to go ahead and move to our goodbye screen before we go ahead and find someone to raid and share this fantastic community that we are finding ourselves in. So thank you, and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.